Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down. What's the uh, significance of uh, Johnny Cash today? And it burns, burns, burns. I was just feeling a little old country. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. I notice you have a, you're kind of cultivating a, a look there with your hair. Is that a little bro country, hip hop thing you're going for? That's kind of the modern mullet? Yeah. Kinda. Is that right? That's the ref, Philip Pilkington. Uh, ben Byram, executive producing again. Suit. And uh, Chill Phil Media on the social media beat today for us. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's great to have you along. It is uh, the Tuesday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, it's a teacup day. Terrence Copper going to be in the studio with us uh, back half of the show. So we're looking forward to that. Teacup's been around the offices all days in some meetings now, and uh, we'll see him in a few minutes. Uh, a lot to talk about with him. You know, obviously, ECU football, his son is on the uh, team running with the twos right now. Uh, some big things said today by uh, John Gruden about Zay Jones. So I'd be interested to get his take on on Zay Jones at this point. And then, you know, T-Cop played for the Ravens. He played for the Saints. Played for Dallas. and been played for Kansas City. So he got to play some really good players, obviously, in his time. And I think, you know, it's kind of – T-Cop had – I think if you're looking at four organizations, this is – you'd agree with this, I guess. Pretty Four pretty good organizations to play for. Maybe he didn't play for them at their peak, but, I mean, you know, the Cowboys are still the Cowboys. Jerry Jones is still Jerry Jones. The Ravens have a really good organization and a really good, you know, foundation and culture. Uh, Kansas City – owned by the Hunt family. They've always had a good culture, and it's obviously gotten better in recent times. And the Saints are a pretty good organization to play for. So he really got to play for really, really good organizations at that uh, administrative and organizational and ownership level. Doesn't mean that they won every game that he played in or, or what have you, but that's the case. But I'll tell you this. Um, Teacop played for Kansas City, and sometimes he claims himself to be a chief. If, T, if, if Terrence were going to the Hall of Fame, and he's not, I mean, it's not a slight on him, he's just, he didn't have that kind of career. I mean, he had a 10-year career, that's still pretty good. But if T-Cop were going to the Hall of Fame, I think he'd probably go as a chief. I think that's what he'd tell you. So we know, obviously, friend of the show, Rose Grad, two-time national champ at Clemson, Cornell Powell, is also uh, now a Kansas City chief, drafted by Kansas City. So we'll get uh, T-Cop to talk a little bit about Cornell. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll talk some other things. He's got a podcast coming out. This is an interesting concept he's got with his podcast, so we'll talk to Terrence about that coming up in a little bit. Oh, uh, it's a giveaway day, is that right? Got some tickets to give away. Oh, okay. The Rappin' Turtle. The Rappin' Turtle. What's his name, Ben? Jason Aldean. Jason yeah. Aldean. He's, he's one of the hip-hop guys, so he raps in his songs. And he looks like a turtle, thus the rapping turtle. My wife is a big Aldine fan. Me, not so much. But don't let that influence you. Because coming up later on, we're going to venture to give away a pair of tickets to Jason Aldine, plus some uh, swag from 94.3 The Game. And we may throw in some other tickets to some other events as well that are going on. I'm waiting to get word from my executive producer, Ben Byram, on that. And he gives me the double thumbs up. So that means you can win tickets to not only the Aldine concert, but I think another concert up at uh, the Red Hat. So details on that, uh, stand by to dial. We'll do that coming up near the end of uh, this uh, segment here 
Uh, we'll also have a pirate report. Uh, we'll hear from the coordinators, who, of course, uh, will give us their assessment of the scrimmage from Saturday. And uh, let me give you a chance here to tell you we've got a huge event coming up on Saturday. Uh, it's also confirmed today, uh, the Rose football game, we will have that broadcast against Wilson Fike, is it, on Friday? Ben nodding yes because he's the executive producer and he knows these things. Uh, our guy Croft Massey is going to be out of town. But uh, Scott Rogers, Scoot, Scooter, Scooter and RV on the call. That's some down-home uh, high school Friday night football commentary right there, and it's Scooter and RV on the call. Uh, where is it? Hunt? Okay, so, so it's Hunt, not Fike. Okay. My guy John Smith over there, the AD, Kinston guy, also played baseball at Clemson. Uh, he is uh, the AD over there at Hunt, so they'll take good care of uh, them over there uh, at Wilson Hunt. We had a game at uh, Rose and Wilson Hunt played a few years ago, and I was doing the games. And it was Labor Day weekend, and it were you were you producing the games then, Ben? No, it rained. Um, well, first of all, it was 116 degrees in the booth, and we had a wait. We had like a thermometer to measure, uh, to to you know gauge the temperature. So that was legit. Well, I'm not making that up. It was one because I made it up. I would have said it was like 190, but the way that that press box sat, the sun setting came right down into the press box. So, and you couldn't open the windows. It's a press box with no open windows. So it was like magnifying the heat into us. I know I, I brought, uh, I, I set up the equipment and I changed clothes because I knew I was going to be sopping wet. And it was so hot in there, the second, the change of clothes got sopping wet. It's like you could wring your socks out kind of thing. So that game ended up, we got in a lightning thing. That's what it was. No, it, it, yeah, it was a lightning thing. It rained all over Eastern North Carolina except where we were, but because there was lightning off in the distance, we were held up. It never rained that, so they they postponed the game. So we go and we do the game day the next day for ECU North Carolina A and T. That's of course the game where, um, yeah, Ben was at that one uh, where A and T beats ECU, but the game is. We do our pregame. We get into it. The network comes on, does their pregame, and then the whole thing's delayed by lightning. So they come back. We do everything again the next day on Sunday. And, of course, ECU loses to uh, North Carolina A&T infamously that day. Leave there. Go back to hunt on on, uh, Labor Day. Try to play the game. The only place it's raining in North Carolina is over the hunt stadium. And it was one of those cells that just stayed there. So we didn't get the game. I think the game was called like the fourth quarter at some point and Rose was given the win. That was the Labor Day weekend and the last time that Rose visited Hunt. Just So let's hope it's a little better this time for the gang. Is that a 7 o'clock kick? So I guess they'll be on the air around 645, 6.50. Uh, so that's coming up. Also, um, we've got our coverage of ECU Media Day coming up, our uh, ECU Media Day special coverage from 1 till 3. Terrence Copper and I will be there involved in that on Saturday. You can hear it here on 94.3 The Game, also streaming at 94.3thegame.com. Uh, our guy, the ref, Philip Pilkington, will be there conducting interviews as well. And any of the interviews we don't get on the air, we'll have on the podcast following the show. Plus, we'll have, uh, for you, uh, some of those interviews on the air next week on the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, so T- Terrence Copper today, Mike Cato tomorrow, uh, of course, out at Bradford Creek, Mike's an institution in Greenville when it comes to golf. He was named the ECU assistant coach to Kevin Williams today. I talked to Kevin. He's real excited to have Mike involved. I mean, you're probably talking two of the better instructors when it comes to the game of golf at that level of just instructing young golfers, two of the very best, certainly in North Carolina. And I would say about anywhere in the country, Cato's got a huge reputation. Cato, you'll appreciate this, Ref, because you follow golf and you understand junior golf. So Cato, in about maybe 18 years, has been doing that junior golf. They've had nearly 30 guys. I think it's 29 guys go play college golf out of that program. So, I mean, that's a pretty, you know, solid, solid program. Uh, So Mike Cato tomorrow. uh, Jim Perry, the senator who's behind the bill to legalize sports gambling in North Carolina, is going to be with us on Thursday. 
We'll get an update on where that bill is. And uh, also, he's been one of the guys that's been involved in this uh, kerfuffle, if I may invoke a little Fran- uh, French. The kerfuffle uh, between uh, the High School Athletic Association and the North Carolina legislature. So we'll get an update on that from him. And then Will Bland, speaking of Rose, is going to join us on Friday. Uh, Willie B. will be entering his uh, second season as the head coach of the Rampants. So the former ECU Pirate, Will Bland, will be our guest on Friday. So that's the lineup for the rest of the week. Uh, We've been in meetings all day. Is there anything big sports-wise? I know you follow all this stuff. Uh, You get all the the Fox sports alerts, the ESPN alerts. Anything that stands out in your mind, uh, Philip? The Jags cut Tim Tebow. I'm glad you brought that up. That was huge news today. And I was going to bring that up when we were talking about Cornell Powell, then I ventured off into stories of yesteryear. Um, no surprise there. This was the first, I guess, handful of cuts they had to make by 4 o'clock today. Uh, do, the Pan- Panthers were in a similar situation, so we'll keep an eye to see if anybody that's an ECU alum or any, maybe who the Panthers might have, have chopped loose. But I would think of anybody that was cut today from any team, that, that kind of first five that needed to go, Tebow's probably the biggest name of anybody who's been cut in that group uh, today. Uh, yeah, and he said all the right things on Twitter that Tim Tebow says. Look, Tim Tebow's going to be fine. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. He's married a beauty queen. He's got a TV gig that he could do as much or as little as he wants. Um, I, But I think this is a true statement here, and this is not a knock. It's actually a bit of a compliment. This guy has gotten more of a professional career in sports out of non-professional talent of anybody. Think about it. He's, he, I mean, he was a great – there's something to be said about being a Heisman-winning national championship college quarterback. There's something to be said about being an a all-time college great athlete. I mean, you could say Christian Leitner might be one of the best, if not the best, college basketball player of all time. Not such. It was an all-star one year as a pro. And he made his money in the pros, but, you know, that, that guy's known for what he did in college basketball. For the shot. For the shot, exactly. Johnny Johnny football. There's things worse than being the Heisman winning quarterback at a college in Texas. There's a hell of a lot worse things than, than that designation. And, look, no matter how far and bad things are for Johnny Manziel, he'll always get a hero, hero's welcome in College Station. He'll never have to buy a meal or a drink if he's so inclined, and let's hope he's not. Uh, There. He just won't have to. Tim Tebow? Never have to buy a meal in Gainesville. Probably in most of northern Florida, he'd never have to buy a meal. But look, the guy played quarterback in the NFL, which is more than a lot of people could say. Didn't play it great, but won a playoff game. He was a tight end at what how old is Tebow? Google that somebody, how old Tebow is right now. He's got to be in his late thirties, mid to late thirties. So I mean, here he is, even though he got cut today, trying to play tight end in the NFL. And then look, he got to triple A baseball. He's 34. He got to triple A baseball. I mean, he kind of squeezed three years of a minor league career out that probably didn't I mean, it wasn't going anywhere. So, I mean, look, the guy did more than a lot of people would, but, I mean, at the professional level, he got, I think, the most mileage out of what he could have gotten out of his abilities. Now, it's because he's a media darling. It it was, you know, overhyped. But there's plenty of great baseball players who have decent minor league careers but just can never crack the big league roster for whatever. There's guys that get in NFL camps but never can seem to latch on. Uh, there's been guys in both in both those instances that have, that have come through ECU, great players, but just you know never were able to get to the big leagues or never able to latch on uh, to an NFL team. So Tebow probably got as much out of that, I think, as anybody. There you go. That's the story there. Uh, do you agree or disagree with that? No, I definitely agree. Yeah. Look. I, had he started out his NFL career trying to play that hybrid tight end H-back position, he'd have probably had a job for a few years in the NFL. 
Well, yeah, it's a lot easier to learn how to do that when you're 23, 24, right. but trying to do it at 34, man, especially when you've been out so long, it's so tough. It's impossible. It's impossible. So that's uh, the big sports story of the day. Uh, let's see here. We'll break. We'll come back. Uh, we have some good pirate report audio from Donnie Kirkpatrick and Blake Harrell from yesterday, so we'll get to that. We didn't have time to, to get to all that because we wanted to hear from Holt Nailers and some of the other players. I think it's always really key to hear from the players. Uh, we got uh, tickets to Jason Aldean. How many, Ben? Four? Four tickets. No, two. Okay. Two tickets to Jason Aldean. Now, that concert is Thursday night, right? It's up at what we what us old heads call Walnut Creek. You youngins call it, what, Coastal Credit Union or whatever it is? But it's at the creek, basically. Uh, so your chance to win those two tickets... Free and clear. We'll give them to you if you're caller five. Let's just do that. Uh, we'll also give you a 94-3 The Game t-shirt. And uh, might throw in another ticket or two to something. Right, Ben? Yes. 252-561-GAME. Uh, 252-561-4263. Uh, tickets to Jason Aldean. Free and clear. They're yours. Got a pair. If you're caller five, you'll get them. Uh, we'll have that at our Pirate Report next. Caller five at 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. We'll be back. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Is this the rapping turtle? All right. Listen to this, or if you have taste, avert your ears. I guess you heard I was pedaled to the metal on a downhill slide. <laughs> Girl, you know those I tickled myself on that one. Not my bag, man. Not my bag. The rapping turtle. Does he? Is this a song where he raps? No. Okay. No, that's only a dirt road anthem. There we go. No wonder the rep was looking at me all weird when I was mocking the rapping turtle. He's a fan. He's a fan. This actually isn't that bad. This sounds all right. Uh, let's go to the phone lines where we have a winner. It's uh, Jesse from Grimesland. Big Aldine territory there in Grimesland, from what I understand. Uh, Jesse, congratulations on uh, winning the tickets. You'll get a uh, T-shirt from 94.3 The Game. I think some other tickets, some other stuff. So there you go. I appreciate it, P-Man. My wife's going to enjoy it. See, there you go. That's You're doing it for the lady. You're doing it for the right reasons. Uh, so a That's moment, right. a moment to shine here. Uh, anything you want to make a statement on, as long as it's not uh, profane or, uh, any question you want to ask, you can ask me, you can ask B baby Byram. He's quite a man about town. He just moved into a bachelor pad. You can ask the ref. He's not short of opinions. They don't make a lot of sense, but he's not short of an opinion. So anything you want to say or ask the floor is yours. Yeah. So you were just talking about, you know, the, the Tebow release. Um, I agree with you, man, you know, 34 years old. That's a hard transition to go from quarterback to tight end. Uh, I think he made it farther than a lot of people thought he would. So good for him, you know, going out there and, you know, giving it a shot. Uh, kind of figured he would get cut, but it is what it is. I think he'll wind up doing something if he wants with the Jaguars as far as, like, coaching staff or something. I could see that happening. Yeah. But, but he could make so yeah, much money and not work hardly as much doing TV, so just go do television, right? Yeah, I mean, if they if they want him, you know, around for the morale, the team spirit, they'll find something for him to do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, Aldine's show is uh, week uh, night after next, so it's Thursday night. So have fun and uh, enjoy the uh, program and uh, enjoy the show. And uh, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it, Jesse. I appreciate you guys. Thanks. All right, there he goes, Jesse from Grimesland, our big winner here today. Uh, you guys ready for the pirate report? I got a list here. I got a I got a soundbite roster here. So let's hit it. Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All righty. Uh, we got Donnie Kirkpatrick. Whoa. 
You do a book report on this uh, opening comment here from Donnie Kay. Is the time right on this? Three minutes and 42 seconds. Yeah, he was long-winded. No, not Donnie Kirkpatrick. Uh, Let's skip over that one and go to the quarterback question. Look, I'm all for filling time and not having to talk, but we have Terrence Copper about to come into the studio here. So let's go to cut two here. This is Donnie Kirkpatrick talking about the, wait for it, quarterback room. You know, that's a thing that I, uh, about to, what what little bit, of, that's why I have a little less hair, I guess, now. It's, I'm pulling it out because there, there, there's three of them, you know, Mason Garcia, Alex Flynn, and Ryan Stubblefield, and they've all done good stuff, and then they've all not done good enough to really claim that job. And so I heard one of your comments, somebody said something to Holton about, but, you know, you didn't get to play enough. We played 40 snaps. But that's why he only plays 40 snaps, you know, and that's our preseason game is because we have to make ourselves play those other guys because it, it, it's reality. Eventually, you're going to have to play somebody else. So you get out there and you want to compete and everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to taunt the other side and a whole bit. But you have to fight that as a coach and say, yeah, but we can't just leave Holton in there. Holton was 16 to 21. Tom counted it wrong. I think he had him 14 for 21. I, He's from Texas. They don't know math. Uh, so uh, he was having a pretty good day. If you leave Holton in there, you're going to look a lot better no matter what. The other guys all had good days today, though. Okay, again, so I'm just going to have to make a decision eventually probably and go with their, your gut feeling because uh, they're, they're not doing it right now. It's pretty frank uh, stuff there from uh, Donnie Kirkpatrick. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get uh, – Donnie K on the offensive plays, the volume of snaps, particularly those taken by Holton, I believe. Um, but just the offensive plays in the scrimmage from last Saturday. I am. Where we're at right now offensively, and, and offense, sometimes it, there's some growing pains to getting ready to all the things you have to do. Uh, we're to the point now where we didn't have a lot of like busts, like, okay, a guy went the wrong way. Uh, a guy ran the wrong route, okay? We were in the wrong protection. Uh, but where we're at now is the technique wasn't good enough. You didn't stem the, the DB to get close to him to create the separation. You didn't, you know, stair-step the guy on the route because it was man coverage, not zone coverage, so you didn't separate. Some of the tackles floated too much and then got beat inside in pass protection. So he knew he had that guy. He knew that guy was blitzing. The quarterback saw it. They re-ID'd it. They called the blitz out. We all got the right people going. Somebody got beat because they lunged, you know, or something. They used poor technique. That's the part now offensively. We've got to keep running the same plays, the same plays, the same plays, and get those things down. And that's where we're at right now. It's our uh, Pirate Report. Got Terrence Copper coming to the studio in a little bit, so we'll uh, hustle along here. Uh, let's get Donnie Kirkpatrick. Uh, actually, let's skip that one. I, I told you about the QB prep. Let's save that one. I want to hear uh, Donnie's assessment of how Conley grad C.J. Johnson has performed in uh, camp so far. So that'll be cut six. Let's go to that right now. C.J. Johnson did. C.J. Johnson's had a great camp. Uh, C.J. had two just absolute great plays out there. Again, now they, don't, they don't get a chance to get that many catches because we were spreading it around. I had some of the third down scripted not only by what play I wanted to run, but who I wanted to run that play to. So we put C.J. in there. Uh, I did it with Josiah as well. Josiah ended up getting a turf toe, so we didn't get to do it much with him. Uh, put C.J. on a couple routes like, these are routes we usually throw to Snead. Okay, this is a, a route that's, I mean, we could call it Snead because that's who we throw it to. All right, Snead's not in here. C.J., you're getting that route today. And he went out there and made that play, so that was really, really encouraging. And then right before the half, we did a two-minute drill, and C.J. had a great play on a third down and eight where he made the catch, turned up the field, hard physical play, made the first down, or we would have been in a punt situation, made the first down and got out of bounds. So I thought he was the other one that stood out. Blake Harrell, Pirate defensive coordinator in his second year, talking about the the two players he thought that stood out from Saturday's scrimmage. You know, I don't think those two kids even realize how much versatile they've made our defense and how good we can be with those two guys if they're playing at their top level, if they're playing at their top level, and when they play at their top level. And we got some, some uh, 
packages moving forward, we get both those guys in the field. You know, with both the edges, you know, X's inside, whatever it may be. I think they're in our best 11, our top 11 guys that we want to get on the field. Uh, Jeremy made a spectacular play on that. You know, if, if it's somebody played officials out there, maybe uh, west of the Mississippi, they'd say probably a, a ball hit the ground. But in the defensive staff room, those replace officials say that we was a catch. So I'm sure over in Coach Kirkpatrick's uh, staff room, it was, it was hit the ground. But, um, but he made a good play, and he's doing some good things. But those, those, both those guys got to continue to do the things I just talked about, execution. And, and that's both of them learning a new position and, and, and a new uh, set out there. So execution, X got along his plate, playing both inside, outside, and, and some different package situations. So we're stressing those guys every single day and make sure that we're getting them ready to, for, for game time and be the type of you know, game-changing performers that they are. So we got to continue to do that. It's, it's the same thing I just talk, talked about. If we don't stress those two guys, they're not going to be um, – Game changers. They're going to be the average guys, and none of us want that because they're both better than that. You see Blake Harrell on uh, multiple players playing multiple positions. Uh, that would be cut four on the Harrell uh, roster. So we'll hit that for you here in three, two, one. So it's been it's been pretty good. You know, as as far as you got older guys that are making the checks, making the calls, uh, you know, calling out things. You know, it's it's not just a linebacker doing it now or one safety doing it now. You got multiple linebackers doing it now. You got multiple DBs doing it now. You got multiple outside backers doing it now. So, you know, you're hearing that. You know, you got Elijah Morris inside that, that calls things out all the time. You, you got guys that are starting to be football savvy, football IQ. They're knowing the menu, not just the defensive call, not just the situation, but they're knowing the whole menu about, you know, the personnel, you know, short yardage, uh, time, time on the field, two minute. One minute, four minute, whatever it may be. So that's that's nice to see those guys coming coming along. At the same time, those kinds of things I hit on to start with, we got to continue to build upon that and know exactly, you know, third and ten, third and five type stuff. Fresh comments from Coach Houston tomorrow for you on our Pirate Report right now. A uh, sports update from Ben Byram as uh, T Cop gets ready to make his way into the studio. Terrence Copper tell you about his new podcast. Get his thoughts on the upcoming ECU season. That's coming up after this from Ben on the PJ Show. Thanks, Pastor Ben Barham here for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. Power Football still gearing up for the Dukes Mayo Classic in Charlotte against App State on September 2nd. A big question surrounding the receivers is whether D.H. Conley lump C.J. Johnson can bounce back and really emerge as one of the best receivers in the conference. Offensive coordinator Donnie Kirkpatrick talked about C.J.'s camp so far. C.J. Johnson did. C.J. Johnson's had a great camp. Uh, C.J. had two just absolute great plays out there. Again, they don't they don't get a chance to get that many catches because we were spreading it around. I had some of the third down scripted, not only by what play I wanted to run, but who I wanted to run that play to. So we put CJ in there. Uh, I did it with Josiah as well. Josiah ended up getting a turf toe, so we didn't get to do it much with him. Uh, put CJ on a couple routes like, these are routes we usually throw to Snead. The Carolina Panthers are pretty active today as they traded former second-round pick and left tackle Greg Little to the Miami Dolphins for a seventh-round pick in the next year's draft, while also placing former starting corner Troy Pride Jr. on IR due to a knee injury. Elsewhere in the NFL, Tim Tebow was released by the Jaguars after a failed stint at tight end. It's being reported that Tebow will possibly be returning as a college football analyst for ESPN, and the Seattle Seahawks agreed to an extension with safety Jamal Adams, signed a four-year deal worth $72 million, making him the highest-paid safety in the league. From the Little League Softball World Series right here in Greenville, semifinals underway, teams vying for the championship game. Oklahoma taking on Missouri. That game currently underway. Oklahoma is currently shutting out Missouri 3-0 in the bottom of the third. The winner of that game will take on the winner of tonight's game between Texas and Virginia in a championship matchup. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. It's Terrence Copper, ECU legend, ECU football legend Terrence Copper, Chiefs vet on the other side of this quick timeout. And... Pirates. Oh, there. Panthers. Good, baby. Very good. The P-Man. Uh, put it pants. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. The lights we- 
We've got podcasts. Uh, in fact, we've got a podcast to talk about, but uh, you can check out our podcast, 943thegame.com. We've got uh, On the Prowl with Ben Byram, the ref, and uh, gang covering the Panthers. We'll also have uh, coming up uh, in uh, a week or so our first Houston huddle, our weekly visit with Mike Houston uh, during the Pirate football season. And, of course, you can always check out 943thegame.com's uh, Patrick Johnson Show podcast uh, right here uh, after the show airs every uh, weekday at 5. Terrence Copper. Soon to have his own podcast, which we'll talk about. He's in the house with us here, ready for another season of ECU football, the Premier Sports Academy as well, over in Winterville, and just an all-around good guy. How are you? Pat, how you doing? I'm great. I, I, I'm excited to see you. It feels like football season. It does. I'm excited to be back, man. You know how long I've been waiting to get back out here. There have been years you've been very optimistic with your uh, prognostication, <laughs> Uh, before we pin you down on that, well, you might not be ready to do that today. I'm not ready yet. Okay. I'm not ready yet. But before we, you know, get to that point, how are you feeling about this year's squad? I think it's going to be a totally different season than it was last year and the season's past. Mm-hmm. I think uh, just taking it one step at a time, the first thing I want to see and I think is really going to happen, we will have a winning season this year. So I, I, I'm excited now about does, that. Wait a minute. Does that go 6-6 six and six and win the bowl game? Because that would technically be a win. Or – if they go six and six and lose the bowl game, are you considering that a winning? Or you're saying winning season? We're gonna have a winning season before the bowl game. Okay, before so at least the bowl. seven wins. At least seven wins, we'll be in there. I don't want to harp on this, but okay. you have picked the big numbers of wins before. I have, and it's been a fraction of the, that number. Yes, <laughs> I have. I have learned my lesson. Well, here, when people, not that people complain about that, uh, but when people ask about that, I say, well, Terrence is a competitive guy. And he's got the mindset he's not going to lose at anything he does. Mm-hmm. So he is automatically assuming his alma mater is going to have that same mindset. Because mm-hmm. that was the mindset you had as a player and that you have now in business. Yeah, it, you know, and by me being, being a player here, a former player here, I'm always still in player mode when I'm talking, when I'm talking about East Carolina football. <laughs> so I'm always feeling like we got a shot. Yeah. We got a chance. So I would never bet against the Pirates. Uh, like I said, I, I grew up here. This is... My team, I'm rooting for them every night, every game we play. You know, so I'm I'm always on the boat with them. Terrence Copper is going to be part of our media day coverage coming up uh, Saturday at one here on 94.3. The game will be live from the Town Bank Tower, and it'll be Pirate Media Day. We're looking forward uh, to talking with Coach Houston and the assistant coaches and some Pirate players, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And we're going to wrap that up in a nice podcast. We'll probably have some interviews we don't get to on the air that day that uh, Philip Pilkington will probably be doing. Uh, so we'll uh, put all that together and have a real nice podcast for you sometime late Saturday that you can uh, listen to as well if you're unable to tune in on 94.3 The Game or 943thegame.com. Uh, Terrence will also be back for another season of Pirate Game Day Countdown, which will begin, of course, the Thursday before Labor Day, ECU and Appalachian State. Let me ask you a little bit about uh, when you look going into the season, you, you generally saying ECU is going to be improved. Mm-hmm. Specifically, is there a player or is there a position group that you feel like will be improved or that has to improve over past year's performance? Truthfully, Pat, I think everybody needs to improve over the past years. To me, it's not just one one position group. I think every position group has to get better. Uh, I really believe if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Yeah. So every position group, starting from the O-line, the O-line and D-line to me is where it all starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I'm a receiver and I always feel like receivers, we – we make the game, you know, we make the game exciting, but I really understand that it starts in the trenches. Offensively, it starts with the O-line. Defensively, it starts with the D-line because uh, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is, how good your receivers or your running back is. If your O-line is not working, nothing else matters. Right. And the same thing on the defensive end. If your D-line is not working, you know, nothing else really matters. You know, so we have we definitely have to be solid those two, two positions, but every position has to get better. Pirates had their first scrimmage Saturday, and uh, you know I think they want to obviously run the football. We saw Pop McKay run the ball. What a great name that is for a running back, especially <laughs> uh, in short yardage situations. Obviously, you have the two great running backs coming back mm-hmm. that uh, are, are probably as formidable a young one-two punch as there is in the American, maybe even in college football. 
Uh, you know, a lot of it is you. I agree with you. Depends on what's going to happen with the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Is this a pressure situation for Holt Nailers in your opinion this year? You know what? I can't say pressure, but he definitely needs to perform well. But the run game can help him out tremendously. Yeah. Oh yeah, it can help him out tremendously. So I wouldn't say a pressure situation. He just had to go out there and be the quarterback that we all know him to be. Uh, he showed every year he's been playing, he's been showing flashes of how great he really can be. I want to see it more consistently. Right. More consistently. So I think for him, just working on consistency is, is going to be key. Tyler Sneed didn't play in that first scrimmage, expected to be back this uh, week, but uh, certainly he's trouble for anybody. Uh, what makes him, I know we've asked you this before, mm-hmm. but you know, in your mind, what makes him the guy that he is? His mentality. His mentality, his his mindset, uh, he's tough as nails. He's probably the smallest guy out there. But you can ask Coach Houston, I guarantee he'll say he's the toughest guy out there. Yeah. One of the toughest ones. Uh, he's quick as I don't know what. So it's hard to stay in front of him. It's hard to guard him. Uh, he's low to the ground, low center to gravity. And he, he's just a competitor. He's a competitor. Those things, his toughness and, his, and being able to compete the way he compete, you can't really teach those things. Either you got it or you don't. Yeah. Uh, the great Terrence Copper, T-Cop, in the house with us uh, here. We're talking some pirate football. Mm-hmm. I have some questions about uh, some other receivers. Mm-hmm. I have some questions about uh, some NFL-related stuff. Okay. And we are going to talk about your podcast. So can we get a break and you hang out uh, through the break and, and talk about that? Yes, sir. Sounds okay. good. Terrence Copper. Let's not forget Premier Sports Academy. We'll give that a plug, too, and and, uh, Terrence has got some things going on out there as well. So more with uh, the great Terrence Copper, uh, who is uh, part of our uh, ECU game day coverage here each year year on 94.3 The Game. Uh, More of the Patrick Johnson Show with T-Cop. Straight ahead. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right, segment two and three, two. Terrence Copper, good enough to give us some of his time here today. Uh, great to see you in the studio. It's been fun having you around the the offices today and also in the studio here for the show. So hey, I'm excited to be back. Excited to be back around it. Yeah. It, well, we've all been away from one another, too. Mm-hmm. Even though you and I did the shows last year in the studio together, and I enjoyed that. That was, you know, fun. It mm-hmm. was Kind of, you know, as a person who has nine or eight, nine, eight, nine, twenty, how many different jobs I have, it was nice to just kind of have one thing to do last year, and I felt like uh, we had a really good show, so we'll obviously grow on that this year. But it'll be good to be back amongst the people, which is uh, oh, yeah. part of the plan this year uh, for both road and uh, home games, obviously. Uh, so a lot of people will be excited to see you out there. Terrence always draws a crowd when we're out uh, at uh, our Fort Game Day location, which a uh, big announcement on that coming up soon where that's going to be this year, so... Uh, Premier Sports Academy down in Winterville. Look, mm-hmm. you're you're a part of this community. You're like every other small business. The last 15, 16 months has been tough. You guys have persevered and made it through, though. Uh, what's the latest going on there? Uh, like I said, it, it was tough. Uh, but we made it through, thank the Lord. Uh, and right now, we're still we're right back where we was doing. We have our basketball leagues going on right now. Okay. Uh, we have a speed and agility training that's going on. Uh, we also have something we call House of Receivers, where we're just really focusing on receivers and, and really getting these guys trained up at a young age. Uh, also with basketball training, we have a, a new trainer. in His name is Tony Smith. Mm-hmm. He does a great job. He was HBCU All-American when he played in college. Uh, we have Kendrick Green. He's also one of the trainers there, basketball trainers. So we have a lot of good stuff going on. We're excited about uh, the future. What's the best? Premier Sports Academy kind of clearinghouse, uh, you know, website, phone number. What's the best uh, thing that people can go to? Oh, so you can go to the website, the Premier Sports Academy dot net, or you can reach us on Facebook with the Premier Sports Academy. Uh, you can give us a call at 378-1655. Mm-hmm. Those are those dollars you can reach us at. Give that number one more time. 378-1655. All right, there you go. Terrence may even answer that number. He, yeah. may, even, he may even talk <laughs> to the man himself. Um, you got a podcast coming oh, yeah. out. Excited about that. So I know when we first started this venture here, uh, you talked about wanting to kind of grow uh, the the broadcasting opportunities. Mm-hmm. And like everything else, this last 16 months has thrown, you know, kind of that off track. But I, 
think now that we're all back on track a little bit, this is a really good opportunity for you. And, you know, certainly while there's plenty to do around here, I think it's also good just as a broadcaster and as your friend to always have somebody else giving you a paycheck to do something as well. <laughs> Different streams, my friend. That's the, that's the key to broadcasting. But uh, what, where's this pot? We're going to uh, present this podcast through our website. It's not going to be a 94.3 The Game podcast per se. We're just going to be a distribution channel. Mm-hmm. But tell us about the podcast. Uh, so it is... Believe reached out to me. Uh, Believe is a podcast company that reached out to me. And, and now Believe is spelled how in that? B-L-E-A-V. Okay. That's how it's spelled. Um, they reached out to me. They wanted me to come on board with them and and, and uh, do a podcast, host my own podcast. I was excited about it. It really, they really gave me free reigns to talk about what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, East Carolina football mm-hmm. uh, will be at the forefront. But also some NFL talk. We're going to talk about NFL. And also I get a chance to tell my stories, a lot of stories that we're going to tell. Just my experience in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, the different stories we that I, different things I experienced in the NFL. Uh, and then my, the things I experienced here at East Carolina University. And we're going to talk a lot of good NFL, NFL football, pirate football. So it's kind of a whole spectrum of just football, 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 East Carolina football. And I, I know you're still waiting for a few things to finish up with that. Uh, artwork that yep, sort so, of thing but so but we what do you think it's going to launch so we're waiting on the artwork as soon as the artwork comes up we're going to have it on all your podcast um media outlets mm-hmm. whether spotify those different things right and, and then we off and rolling the podcast network is believe as you said mm-hmm. and spell that again for everybody b-l-e-a-v and then the name of your podcast is what the war room See, that sounds ominous that sounds <laughs> ominous to me <laughs> I, but you're, 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 boy, what an evil grin that is there for Terrence <laughs> about the war room. Uh, it's Terrence Copper with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. You're going to say? Uh, so I came up with the name the war room because, of course, everybody know when you're, in a, when you're drafting uh, on right. draft day, right. you know, you have the war room. You have all the executives in there, uh, and they're trying to figure out who we're going to draft. So that's what I came up with, the war room. Okay. Uh, because we're going to talk about Is it going to be the war room with Terrence Copper? The war room with Terrence Copper. So people could search that uh just start searching it now. It'll eventually it'll pop up here in the next several days. Yep. And once the artwork is done, I will definitely push the artwork out there so okay. you can exactly see exactly what it looks like. And we'll do the same on our uh, our social media as well and on my personal social media. Uh, it's great to have Terrence Copper with us here. Let's talk some receivers. Uh, mm-hmm. John Gruden talking up Zay Jones this week. Speaking of guys that you know have a, or do a breakout, do you get the sense that you know, it's the change of location, Buffalo, mm-hmm. real trouble there. He mm-hmm. had the kind of some of the off-field issue mm-hmm. that cropped up, and it's an isolated thing for all we know. But, I mean, it wasn't a, a great moment. But if we judged everybody by their worst moment, uh, we'd all be in trouble. That's right. Um, you know, he got the ch- – and, and, look, I love Robert to death. Mm-hmm. But Robert would get on there and bicker with Bill's Mafia on social media. <laughs> I think there was some method to that madness. But my point is he, you know – Change teams, mm-hmm. and it now seems like maybe he's kind of figured it out a little bit. Yeah. I hope he has anyway. You know, and sometimes you need a fresh start. Uh, sometimes you need a fresh start. Sometimes you get to a place where, you know, you start to figure out the game. You start to understand the NFL game, and that doesn't come your first, your first year, your second year. Right. I really didn't figure out the NFL until like my fourth, fifth year. You know, I didn't figure out the the game speed of it. Uh, it really just didn't, it really didn't slow down to me. It's probably about my fourth year, right? Uh, so I'm just excited for him. And the way Coach Gruden is talking him up, he's really doing some good stuff out there. One of the guys, uh, or one of the teams you played for, Kansas City, mm-hmm. and uh, since they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, you're now a Chief again. I noticed. <laughs> um, they obviously drafted a hometown kid. Yep. The thing that imp- I've always been impressed with Cornell Powell, uh, Sunholder, and I always thought Jay Sunholder and I always thought he would be an NFL guy. Mm-hmm. He didn't get on the field until really his last year at Clemson. Yep. But he stuck it out mm-hmm. and winds up, you know, being drafted, which I think, you know, you, you see that happen at a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Clemson, Alabama, guys might not get on the field to their junior or senior year, but then they wind up getting a chance to go. And that's why they get all the players and guys are willing to sit generally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, he, he doesn't have a, not a lot of treads off the tire there. You know, he's still got a lot of, of good football, it would seem, ahead of him. I don't know if you guys have linked up. I'd like to connect you guys up if you haven't. But if you're, you know, him, mm-hmm. you are a draft pick. Mm-hmm. You're a ladder-round draft pick, but you're still a draft pick. That's right. They seem real big on him. You know you're going where 
if not the best quarterback in the league is playing, the one of the best quarterbacks in the league is playing. So this seems like a pretty good situation for him. It's a great fit for him. Uh, one thing that I would say, I would tell him is just to, to learn from those veterans. Learn from the guys that's already been there. Understand the ropes. Learn that playbook. Uh, and just soak it up because Coach Reed is, is definitely a offensive mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to learn a lot from him. Just learn as much as possible. Uh, learn from everybody. And and just continue to work hard. That's, that's the biggest thing. Just continue to work hard and be more consistent. Be more consistent. Uh, not saying he's not consistent, but that is the key to playing in the NFL. Right. You have to be consistent. And not like I said, not saying he's not consistent, but a coach need to know what he's going to get out of his player. Right. You know, they always say we want you to be the same player every day. Right. Be the same guy every day. Uh, if 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 one day I'm out here, if I'm catching these balls, I'm catching a ton of balls, uh, diving on the ground, making a bunch of catches, and then the next day I come out, you know, I'm dropping balls. You know, now the coaches they don't know. They don't know who you are. Which version of, of you you're going to exactly. get. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So consistency is the key. Uh, one thing Todd Haley told me when I was uh, when I was in Dallas and in Kansas City, just be consistent. If you if you constantly bad at something, okay, continue to work at it. But if you bad at it, at least I know not to put you in this situation. You right. Know? Right. But don't give me the yo-yo. Don't give me the right. yo-yo. Be consistent. Whatever you're doing, just be consistent at it uh, and continue to work on your craft. So I'm excited for him. I think he landed in the perfect spot. I think this is a great opportunity for him because he's going to be with a quarterback that's going to make him look good even when times where you may not be open. He's going to throw you open. Right. Uh, you know, so I'm excited for him and playing with quarterbacks like that is huge. Well, I remember you telling me something about Drew Brees one time um, and I asked you about a catch or, or something and, and you said something to the effect of was did he not throw it in the right place did he did you bail him out you said no that's the only place he could have thrown it so he put it there and it wasn't right on the numbers but he put it in the only place that you could get to it exactly uh and so Mahomes does that yeah that's that's what the great quarterbacks all the great quarterbacks if you think of a Tom Brady a Peyton Manning a Drew Brees uh Aaron Rodgers uh Mahomes Mm -hmm. All the great quarterbacks, it may not be the perfect ball, but they're going to put it in a spot where only you can catch it. Right. You know, and you just got to do your job and make the catch. Yeah. You're in phenomenal shape. Are you surprised Brady's still? Because, I mean, he's about our age. Brady is. I don't even deny it anymore. Brady is the GOAT. <laughs> Brady is the GOAT. You know, when I was playing, I used to, I used to talk bad about Brady all yeah. the time. I used to talk bad about when I was playing. But now... <laughs> After what he's been doing. He's played for 10 more years after you've, yeah. And won about 10 more Super Bowls. <laughs> you know, so he's the GOAT. I yeah. mean, it's, you can't even argue it. I want to go back to a couple ECU receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk C.J. Johnson. Okay. Uh, understand C.J. was matched up with D.J. Ford in the scrimmage sum and was having a hard time uh, against D.J. Ford, who's really the truth in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Um I thought CJ last year did not have a great season. What does he need to do to have a sort of return to form we saw? Because again, it comes that which version of CJ Johnson are we going to get? Mm-hmm. I, I would say he definitely didn't have the season that we all expected him to have, mm-hmm. especially off that first season that he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just had to get back to the basics when it comes to just working hard. Not saying he's not working hard, but really paying attention to the details. Mm-hmm. Uh, Really working hard, making sure he keep his weight down. He's a big kid, mm-hmm. you know. He's he's huge. Uh, making sure his weight is where it should where it should be at. That's one thing in my career that I noticed when my weight was down. Uh, when I was actually playing at the weight I should play at, mm-hmm. I looked so much better mm-hmm. uh, com- compared to being five pounds heavier yeah. than what I should be. Right. So just making sure his weight stay down, making sure he continue to work hard in practice, and making sure he's paying attention to all the details. Uh, being coachable. Audio Matosho. Mm-hmm. World of ability. Mm-hmm. Drops too many passes, it seems like. Does it, does, it, does it make that play on the ball? Mm-hmm. Can apparently do it, but we just haven't seen him do it. Mm-hmm. Consistency again. Yeah. Consistency is the key. And, and not just for him, but that's for any receiver. Just take it one play at a time. One catch at a time. Yeah. One catch at a time. Don't look too far ahead. Uh, on the next play that's going to happen, one catch at a time. And if, and like I said, if you're a receiver, you're going to drop a ball or two here. You're going to drop one. But the right. key is get over it. Yeah. Get over it, move past. Because if not, that one drop that you had is going to snowball into other drops. Because now you can start thinking about it. You know. So just being more consistent and 
and really just taking it one play at a time. Uh, Terrence Copper with us here. Uh, last thing uh, for you. Full disclosure, your uh, namesake is on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't play in the greatest high school situation as far as record his senior year. Mm-hmm. So I think he got overlooked. Mm-hmm. Banged up last year. Yep. It was a weird year anyway. Preferred walk on. Mm-hmm. But he's now running with the twos. So I, I, I tell you, you're proud. I tell you what, he's one thing I try to keep him encouraged. Uh, but I'm excited for him. Yeah, because he's a he hard had a catch worker. Catch on Saturday. Yeah, he, he's he's a hard worker. I'm excited for him. He's a hard worker, and he he wants to be good. Right. He wants to be good, and and he's not, and he's willing to work and do whatever he has to do to to be that person. But he's opening eyes because I mean he was really hampered last year by by his turf injury. toe. Yeah, yeah. That turf toe. Yeah, and. and yeah, that turf, having a turf toe is tough. Uh, even with that, I, I still try to encourage him. Like, listen, uh, even even if you got a turf toe, you still got to fight through it. Yeah, you know, you still got to fight through it. There's really no excuses, right? Whether you're injured or not, if you're out there, you got to go. Well, they're going to get a kid who won't give them a minutes problem. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. Yep, because <laughs> you and your wife will get a hold of him if that's you give right. a minute problem. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And look, we talking about me. You talking about my wife? Oh my goodness! Look, she's sure enough going to be on him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Terrence Copper is a busy man. New podcast, The War Room, coming soon. The War Room with Terrence Copper on uh, the Believe Podcast Network. Also, uh, Premier Sports Academy here in Winterville. And uh, Terrence will be with us Saturday for our media day coverage. Mm-hmm. Starting at 1 o'clock, we'll be on for a couple hours uh, with that uh, for ECU Pirate Media Day. T-Cop will be part of that and also part of our game day coverage this year again. It's great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me on, Pat. Yeah, thank you, Terrence. There he goes, Terrence Copper, and uh, we'll be bringing his new podcast to you on 943thegame.com. And uh, you can pick up that podcast, uh, The War Room, with uh, Terrence Copper when it becomes available. Uh, big thanks today to T Cop for spending some time at the studio with us. Uh, thanks to uh, the ref, Philip Pilkington, also B Baby Byram, the executive producer of the program. Chill Phil, Chill Phil Media. There he goes, all over that social media for you. All right, uh, coming up tomorrow, Mike Cato. Of course, he's been involved in junior golf for a long, long time here in Greenville. He's just hired as an assistant to Kevin Williams for the men's golf team. So we're going to talk to Cato tomorrow here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Join us 5 o'clock. We'll also have fresh comments from Coach Houston following uh, the Wednesday practice. Our guy, Philip Pilkington, will be there. Check out his work, 943thegame.com. All right, uh, see everybody tomorrow. Have a great evening. Oh!